Hey everybody, William here and Sarah. And we just need to let you know that we are licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with Remax Results, a good life group. And that's our legal disclaimer. Hey everybody, William here. And today we're talking with Artemisa Boston. She is obviously a fantastic real estate agent. And the story from Mexico City to Wisconsin is... You can't make it up. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I've never heard of somebody getting excited for appendicitis. Oh, yes. Yes. When you have three jobs and, and somebody's <laughs> going to feed you three times per day and you are going to be in a bed and you are going to be able to study. <laughs> of course, yes. I was Take excited. It. I'm, I was, yeah. Welcome to Life Behind the Highlight Reel, the podcast that takes things beyond the curated life we all see online. Join hosts Sarah and William Huffman as they dive in with their friends to talk about the good and the hard things that come with a real, not perfect, life behind the highlight reel. Hey everybody, William here and Sarah and Artemisa Boston. All right, this is take two everybody because that's what we do on the show. We just, <laughs> we just start over if we don't like it. All right, how did you guys meet? Okay. So um, we all went to the Real Producers Awards show. I don't even know if it's an awards show. We were, but you were nominated for Female Realtor of the Year. Both of you were, which is so cool. Yes. And so after that night, I looked at the other Female Realtor of the Years, and there were just so many, there's so, many, so much awesome talent, just from the, so much awesome talent in our marketplace, but also just like the people that were nominated. And I'm like, I don't know any of these women that were nominated and I remember it was, it was a weird feeling. I was nervous. I'm like, I'm just going to send an email to everybody and let's do lunch. Why not? Yeah. I, was, I was really shocked when you did that. Well, I wasn't because I know you, but I'm like, oh, like those are some heavy hitters. You're just like, let's go. Let's be friends. Well, it's like you can see and experience people online, but until you actually meet people in person, it changes. Yes. And I didn't know you. Like, I had seen your name. I had seen offers come through. But I didn't know. And all I knew is, well, Artemisa does a ton of business. I don't know how she does it. A ton. <laughs> like, gangster level. So, Boomski. Artem- I, this, won't, this podcast won't be about real estate. Because really, we just want to get to know you more. But real estate is a big part. And I would love to just hear the highlights of, like, last year, how many families did you, or how many people, how many homes did you sell last year? 300. How many homes? Oh, uh, 300. Zero, zero. Yes. You must have, I know a little bit about your systems, but you really incorporate like the showing agent model. Yes. And at an extreme level, like unheard of personally. How, how, how did you decide? How many people are on your team? Yes. Like probably we are like close to 20. So I have six assistants, and there are like maybe twelve or showing agents. And I feel uh, I have a group in Mexico too that they take care of my database, so they call my clients just to be sure that everything is fine every day. Wow! So mm-hmm. you have a pretty well-oiled machine. It sounds like yes, that is yes. that's incredible. Like I could mm-hmm. literally spend hours talking about you and your systems and how you do things. How did um, it start? Okay. So I was, my husband was in law school and I have three jobs, okay? So I was like trying to like find something that made me the money that I need and I don't have to, I I don't want to, I didn't want to work in three jobs anymore. Right, yeah. So I was like talking to someone, I was the office manager of of a law law office 
And I asked him, what, what do you do? And he says, I am a real estate agent. This was like 22 years ago. So he was like, okay, so how much money do you make? And he said, like, like $2,000 every time that I sell a house. I was like, $2,000? Wow, I can do that. And, and I was so good selling stuff mm -hmm. since I was like a little kid that I went to um, and buy, um, I started the real estate like curse. Obviously, I didn't speak English. So I have to translate the book. At the same time that I was like learning real estate, I was learning English. Oh, wow. So <laughs> you just can't. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's, let's. Let that one yeah, sink in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. wow. But so I was in my three jobs, but I was lucky because one of my jobs was like Saturday and Sundays, 10 hours. But baby, we didn't do too much. So I, I had time to read the, the real estate book. So I try like so many times because every time that I try to pass the test, they change one word and I have memorized the book. So now I didn't pass for seven times. Wait, you me <laughs> you had to memorize, I you memorized the book. I memorized the book, but if you change one word. You don't I know what that word is. Exactly. So I have to like oh my try to make the, the test. I, I try to pass the test seven times. But the last time was awesome because I went to the hospital because I have appendicitis. So I was like, yes, so I'm going to be able to study in the hospital. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, wait a minute. You were excited. Yes, I was so excited. So excited. So actually, I did. I studied. And when I went out of the hospital, my husband says, let's go to the house. And I say, no, today I have the appointment for the test. So I was like walking like that, like. Trying to get to the to the just place. Just discharged out of the hospital. Yes. On you're going to yes. take your real estate license. And guess test. what happened? I passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is, oh my gosh! And podcast over because that is amazing. And this is why Artemisa is a badass boss. Yeah, biatch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say bitch, badass bitch. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> Oh my yes. gosh, I've never heard of somebody getting excited for appendicitis. Oh yes, yes. When you have three jobs and, and somebody is going to feed you three times per day and you are going to be in a bed and you are going to be able to study, of course, yes, I was Take excited. It. I, went, I was, yeah. That is, okay, now, now we need to bring it back. Now we have to go back to where were you born? Where were you raised? What did your parents do? Do you have any siblings? Let's start way back where. Okay, I'm from Mexico City. I was like born in a little town because my mother was on vacation. Really? Yes, so I was born there, but they forgot to register when I was born and they like a few days passed and when they went to like register the baby, they forgot what day I was born. So they decided to put the day of the town party, the little town party. So I, that was in November 8th. Um, 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got your license when you were three. Yeah. Artie's also really funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm finding that out. Yes. So um, after that, we we were from Mexico City. So we, I, I grew up there. My father. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you just tell me that your parents forgot what day you were born? Yeah. So they just picked the day that the big party was. Yes, because I that day was really, really bad. So they didn't go to the hospital. I was born in a little room. 
See, you can't be leaving out these details. This is the stuff we. See, you were born in a little room. In a little room because the weather were was super bad. Okay. Super bad. So they didn't want to go to the hospital because the weather was super bad. So I was born in that little room. Days passed. So when they went to like to register me, they forgot the day. <laughs> and your mom. Yeah. Like, were you the first child? No, I was the third one. That's why you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I've been through this a few times. <laughs> this <laughs> third one's the ch- I got this. Yeah, <laughs> you, we use the 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 used clothes and yeah, they know how is that? Yeah, yep. I was the third. no, I, I don't know how that is. <laughs> I, I know. Oh, oh, you mean like being the third kid? You yes. know, okay. Nobody I, cares. We don't have pictures. The third kid, they have pictures of the first one and the second one like crazy this is actually kind of true sarah has brought this up in the uh, past my baby book yeah has my name in it there's yeah. no there's no pictures because she's the <laughs> <Yeah>. third <laughs> he's nobody cares yeah. i mean yeah look at the baby so that happens okay so they didn't even remember the, the, the my birthday that is funny no yeah, yeah that is very yeah, funny hilarious. Yeah. yeah so what so, day do you celebrate your birthday on eight. Uh, november 8th november yeah. 8th yes but I, I i don't know exactly what day but i don't care yeah either that's yeah, awesome okay, so. but that, that, that's embracing life right there that's so yeah. cool okay yeah. so you were born in a little room because the weather was too bad so that you didn't go to the hospital yes and so and after that the vacations end and we went to mexico city so i have two brothers and one sister okay so two older brothers Two, no, it's one older brother, my sister, me, and the youngest one. Okay. The youngest one is 10 years younger than Does me. Does he even have a name? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we have another kid in school. <laughs> yeah. So um, we have like a childhood. My, my father was a really smart person. He was like um, a journalist. Okay. But also an advisor of politicians because he read a lot and he was like really smart. And my mother was a really hard worker. Um, she had a beauty salon. Okay. And by the way, I was like cutting hair for 10 years because I started, I want to like make money since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. So I went to the school, uh, the beautician school when I was 14 years old. So after high school, I went to the school. So I are, every day I come back to my house at 9 p.m after the school. So I started like doing hair when I was 15. I was like perfect because now I don't have to ask for money. I, mm-hmm. And yeah. I have enough money to pay my, my school, the college, my food, everything that I needed. So you, yeah. you, you, you discovered at a young age that maybe you didn't know the word entrepreneur, but yeah. at a young age you were like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm going to be self-sufficient. If I need something, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get it. Yes, and it was like that. I was like probably eight years old when I started like working in the beauty salon that in that time was my uncle's beauty salon. So I was like, I like the, the clients pay me. I was the cashier. Yes. Okay. There, yep. And I watched the hair of the clients and I, I tried to like listen because I discovered that people like to, to talk. Okay. So yeah. I was like... Super little, but I listen like those ladies. No, you are like doing the hair, and I washing the I was washing the hairs, and they were like talking, and I tried to like agree with them or whatever. So they they tip me. 
Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that money. Yeah. yeah. I want that money. Yeah. yeah. So I. That's awesome. But but also I enjoy it. Okay. I yeah, enjoy absolutely. being around people and listening people and advising people. I, I am like an old soul. Yes. Okay. It's like I'm. A, I was like a little kid, but I was like an old lady inside. Yeah. Our mm. neighbor girl's kind of like that. She's huh. yeah. She's four, fifteen now. I think I'm like that. Yeah. Like I just remember as a young kid, yeah. I felt like I got along or I had more fun with adults. Yes. Like hearing their story, mm-hmm. learning about life. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so, okay, so growing up, you went to school, you, you, middle, did, did you enjoy school? Were you good at school? Did you hate school? I probably, I was good. The mm. thing is I was thinking in another stuff, in other stuff. I was in the class, in the class, but I always like, I was dreaming mm-hmm. and thinking, so you, you have me for 30 minutes. After that, you lose me. So the way mm. to pass the classes is I went to my house and I learned myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, I actually was not paying attention ever, ever. Okay, I was like always dreaming about something, worry about something, mm. uh, trying to figure it out. Yeah, life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At eight. Eight. <laughs> no, actually, uh, when I was five, nobody wants to take me. The schools they didn't want to take me because I need to be six years old. But I convinced a, an, a school to take me, okay, when I was five. So I, I was like that kind of child. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That, well, yeah. I mean, that's so definitely building the foundation. So this is actually why I love hearing about people and how they grew up. Because yeah. literally, when you think about that five-year-old self and how, where you are now, yeah, it's not by accident. Because somebody just yeah. seeing you now would... Mm-hmm not put together what you did at that age. We just see this super successful, well put together person. And it's really cool to hear at five years old, you're like, I'm going to figure this out because I'm going to school even though I'm supposed to be six. Let's go. Yes. No, I don't know if they think, if, if they, they were thinking that I'm going to be really successful. The only thing that I think is my life is splits in two. Hmm. When I was in Mexico, and after that I got here. It's like everything that I learned there is like, was like sometimes so tough that maybe teach me what I need to be here. Mm-hmm. The thing is the difference is you have more opportunities here. If you work hard and you do your best every day, everyone can be successful in this country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. When did you... Hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah. Okay. We got... Because... We, <laughs> You love to jump ahead. You love the story. You like that. I, I want to hear. Okay. <laughs> Hold me back. Hold me back. So, okay. So we're, we're five. We're convincing everybody. We're old enough to be six, but we don't really know when our birthday is. We were born in a little room. We're eight o'clock. We're washing. It's, we're eight eight. We're, we're eight now. We're washing hair. We're at the salon. We're getting tips. We're learning how to communicate with people. We're building some fantastic social skills. 14, you're like, I'm going to go to beautician school. You're staying until nine o'clock at night. Now, 14 until when? Like, when did you finally get your, when did you finally start cutting hair and doing all that stuff? 15. So at 15, okay, so it took forever. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Only one at 15. So I was able to work every day. And, but I have also a lot of fun. Okay. Because also my life changed. Before to be a mother, I was another person. Okay. I was super fun. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know. I have the baby and after the baby is like another person. 
Okay, well, when did you have your baby, first child? I, I was like 30 years old. I oh, was so, like, so we got 15 years to cover still. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so 15, we're cutting hair. Um, how long did you do that? Are you still going to school? Yeah. Yes, I was going to the school every morning, and when I arrived from the school, I started cutting hair. So it was Monday to Saturday. Uh, Saturday, I worked the entire day in the beauty salon, and I have Sundays. But what's good, because I party on Saturdays after mm-hmm. like work, and I have like Sunday to like kind of like have my clothes ready and my stuff ready and I was hangover. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. So I was doing that. After that, I went to college. Okay. Where'd and you, I was working. Okay. What'd you do at university? What'd you do at college? It's um, I was uh, international relations in the University of Mexico. Okay. And is that in Mexico City? Mexico City. One of the most important universities in Latin America. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. how big is Mexico City? It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Sometimes I have dreams and I wake up really scared because when you are in the subway, if you like some people is walking one way and you are walking the other way, it's like a lot of people is coming. So I, I have that feeling that people is coming in the other way and mm-hmm. I am the only one like that is going to the other way. So it, it's so many people. Yeah. So and it's always someone that is more like brilliant than you or have like more influences than you or more beautiful, mm-hmm. or more intelligent. So even that you are trying to be successful is so hard mm-hmm. to be successful there. And I was kind of successful. I, I, I always have money. Because I was cutting hair, but also I went to a little town like every couple of weeks to buy shoes and mm-hmm. and they, they were like, they sell leather shoes and stuff like that. So I was like selling those to my friends too. And I was like, my mother like brought me perfumes from Texas. So I was like selling perfumes. So I was trying to, I always have money, but it was like a little harder you were always working something. Yes, always, always. And I was like, sometimes I, I did castings to like for a model or yeah. like stuff like that. So I, I had that job too. So Mexico, I did not know this. Mexico City is the largest city in North America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Mexico City, New York, then Los Angeles. Yes. Holy bananas. It's yes. massive. Yes, we, we were like 60 kids for every classroom. Wow. 60, 70 for one. Can you imagine? Like if your kids experience that? Yeah. But you figured it out. Somehow you figured it out. I I can't get it. 21, almost 22 million people in Mexico City. It is the sixth largest metropolitan area in the world. Yeah. Oh, my word. Wow. That's that's a massive place. Yeah. It's a beautiful place. It's like fun to. Because we live in the streets and like a long street, but all the houses are together, okay, mm-hmm. like one next to the other one. So obviously we were like a hundred kids in the block, okay. So we play super hard the entire day, okay. It was super fun, and we didn't have too much, but we have like so much fun. Mm-hmm. I was from a neighborhood that they were like medium class, mm-hmm. and. So I think we pretend to have more than we actually did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but like the half of the kids, they went to the school and they like, they went to college and the other half, they did other stuff and they marry each other, like between them. Yeah. 
and they stay there. Only like a few of us, we go to other places. But I knew that I was no, I didn't want to stay there. It was a beautiful, pla- a beautiful place, but not for me. At what age did you realize that you loved your neighborhood, but mm-hmm. there was more out there for you? Maybe like 16, 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when did you act on that? When did you leave the nest? When did you leave the block? It's big. I, I marry Mike. I start dating Mike. It all starts with love. Yes. <laughs> yes. So uh, we started dating when I was like 22. Okay. So oh. we dated for two years. He was from Wisconsin Rapids, a little town in Wisconsin. Okay, wait a minute. So you're hold on. Yeah, hold you're on. still yeah. in school in Mexico City in yes. college. Mm-hmm. And you graduated? No, I didn't because I married Mike. And how did you meet Mike from okay. Wisconsin? So I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, what? Okay. I, yeah. I made some assumptions and I was totally wrong on this. Yeah. Okay. I, I was there in a mall and I, I like, saw Mike. In I Wisconsin was, or in Mexico City? In Mexico City. Okay. I, I was working in a mall, but I was like um, in a campaign for a Sheraton Hotel. So I have my, my little outfit of my tennis tennis yes. player outfit and selling like the, the Sheraton hotels because that was my other job. And Mike was in the mall. So I met Mike there. So he was just visiting? Or is he he fr- was like there because he was in a mission. Okay. Okay. He used to be like, I'm not going to talk about the religion, but he used to be like that religion. And yep. he was there like like as a missionary okay so all right really yes but i didn't know what was that okay because in my house we didn't have like that no Mm -hmm. we were kind of catholics or Mm -hmm. something like that but my father didn't have a religion so when he says i am missionary i'm from this religion i say cool i mean i didn't (laughs) have a yeah Yeah. i didn't have a clue so so how did he catch your attention like are are, did, did you get his attention or did he get your attention i remember that i like a lot of people always like come to ask questions, no? The the guys they were like, Oh, we we have interests or yeah, whatever. I was yeah. like, another guy, no? <laughs> but these guys come back he this guy come back like three times to ask me about different destinations. And I was like, This guy doesn't have any money. I'm <laughs> a missionary. Yeah, he, no, I didn't know in that oh, time. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't yeah. know. So the third time that he come back, I say, What do you exactly want? What what do you want? Okay, he says, no, I'm just like asking about the, the, the trips, no? The Sheraton hotels and whatever. I say, yeah, whatever. So we start talking and I say, where do you live? He says, oh, by that part of the city. Uh, no, I told him where I was living. And he says, oh, I, I live in the same like, area. L- later, I learned that he was like living in the other side, but he wanna come with me to the other side. <laughs> yes, his name's Mike. Yes, good job, Mike, my man. If you guys could have seen the eye roll when she just said he came back the third time, what do you want? It was a, it was a professional brush off of men eye roll. It was fantastic. I, I've yeah. seen I've seen it before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and we started dating and was really good. Mike is a different kind of guy. We are like super different. Like starting that he's from Wisconsin Rapids. Yeah. And I am from Mexico City. <laughs> no? You can see Slight the difference. difference. Yeah. I think the yeah. population of Wisconsin yeah. could be in Mexico City like five times over. In like your the whole city. Yeah. 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 So he's from here. I was from there. 
we speak different languages, we have different beliefs, we are so different, but we love each other. So, so how to make how, it work? How, absolutely, love mm-hmm. will conquer all things. Yeah. Absolutely. How did you communicate though? Because you didn't really know English at the time. Did he know a little bit of Spanish? It's, yeah, or? he did. Okay, he did. So we communicate. I didn't speak English okay. at all. So we communicate in Spanish. Yeah. Good job, Mike. So, but okay. So you need to know that, like a few years ago, a few, a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> When you were like young in Mexico, if you are a lady, you the only way that you are going out of your house is if you get married. Otherwise, you cannot live with your boyfriend. You cannot go alone to live in another place. Really? Oh. Yeah. So, but I convinced, so I want to like come over here to to meet the family. I just want to be sure that they were not weirdos or something like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> what about if they were serial killers? Or yeah. it is Wisconsin. There are a lot of them there. Yeah. So I told my parents that I I was coming for an exchange, a student exchange. But I was like, if they call, they are not going to be able to communicate, no? Because even that they have the phone number of the house. They are going to call and nobody is going to be able to tell them what I am doing here. Okay, hold on, hold on. So <laughs> Remember from, when Artie was five? Can you yeah, the school she yeah, was six? six yeah. <laughs> now she's going on a, and I'm air quoting, yeah, yeah. exchange <laughs> student. Yeah. Okay, from how long until you met uh, Mr. Mike at the mall where he asked you three times about destinations until you're telling your parents this wonderful story that you're going to go to Wisconsin and visit his family. Like one year. Okay, so there, there was some time there. Yes. And he was still living in the city at the time. No, no, no. He come back and I was like, oh, okay, whatever. No, I'm never going to see this guy anymore. No, he was so intense. So the phone was super expensive. So he sell his plasma. To call you. To call me because it was like $300 per month 20 some years ago. Oh, my gosh. So he was like selling his plasma and he was able to call me. And he was super intense because the day that he arrived here, he called me right away. He says, I arrived. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And he started like calling me every single night. Wow. So and we we started like having a long distance relationship. Yes. Yes. And we like write a lot of letters. Wow. So we write letters and we still have the letters. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you can fun. read the, the entire like, thing Love there. Love story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So maybe I, I should like, make a book for my grandkids. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> not, only the first two, not the yeah. third one. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, the third one. Nobody yeah, no, cares no. now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so after, so he was in Mexico City for a while. He goes back to Wisconsin. Um, I can see why you two fit together. I don't even know him at all, but you're also intense if you don't know that. Maybe not in that way, but you're very motivated, driven. There we go. So after talking for a year on the phone, Mm -hmm. that's when you decide to create the story that you're going to do a a student exchange exchange Mm -hmm. in Wisconsin. Yes. How did that go? Oh, like I was so in love with the family. Because they were like so beautiful with me. They didn't. I was the only brown people in the town. Oh, yeah. I would okay. So. so like people, we were like passing by like the red lights and they stopped used to like see the difference because everyone was white. 
So, and they didn't care because sometimes when you are different or you, you are like kind of embarrassed or, no, no, they were like so supported. Mm -hmm. They didn't know me and they were so caring. They like, I was in the house and they allowed me to sleep with the, the, the little daughter without oh. knowing me. Okay, that uh, now that I am adult, I'm like, I don't know if I can allow someone that I don't know is sleeping with my daughter. Yeah. Right. No, but they were like so caring and I, so, I fall so much in love with the family. Wow. Yeah. So then when did you and Mike get married? Well, hold on. Oh, hold on. Gosh, here we go. Sarah, we're skipping ahead. Unless they got married the next day. I don't want to hear about it yet. There's too many great things here. Okay, so how long did you stay in Wisconsin the first time? We need to hear all the details. So I think I stayed there for one or two weeks. I don't remember. Okay. And I was like super good. Everyone, everyone was like working and I was staying in the house. But remember that I always, always, always busy. Mm -hmm. With two, three jobs, working the yeah. entire day, the school and whatever. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I, I never have the time to stay in a house alone, okay, the entire day without anything. And we didn't have cell phones or anything. Oh, okay. So I was like enjoying the time because mm -hmm. I, I never like have the time to do that. So I was watching TV and before they arrived, I was like trying to clean the house a little bit. So to pay the... the because I was staying and eating their food or whatever, mm -hmm. so I was yeah. trying to be nice too. But it was like a really good time. So did anybody else mm -hmm. speak Spanish besides Mike? No. <laughs> so I communicate with the smiles. Oh. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you stayed for a week or two, then you go home. Yeah. And what is going through your mind now that you're back home? Like the confirmation that... The that I, Mexico City is beautiful, but I was not from there. Mm -hmm. That was a confirmation that, mm. no, I think is this is not my place. Okay, I need to go in, to a different you place. You need to go somewhere else. Wow. Yeah. And how yeah. old? You were 22? 22. 22. And yeah. that, that that's a, I would call that a life-changing event right there. Like, it's mm -hmm. just, you said conf confirming that you know you're bound to do something else somewhere else yes and now you know that so mm -hmm. how long from when you get back to mexico what happens when you get back to mexico city so what do you do do you just like pack your bags and tell your parents that you're leaving when i come back yeah no 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 because i want to like honor my parents like getting married with my white dress and whatever mm -hmm. so i i wait we were dating mike was visiting i visit one more time and we were like dating like that Mm -hmm. And after, like, I want to, like, give my mother the, the, the gift to, like, see me with the white dress mm -hmm. and whatever. Yeah. I, I didn't care too much. So I, she was like, oh, she was so excited choosing the, the fabric for the dress. And, and I, I was not excited about the dress. I was excited for my, my new life. Okay, and yeah. it wasn't about the wedding; it was about the life. Exactly, but mm -hmm. she was so excited with the wedding that I want to give her the the gift. Very you know? cool. So I act like I was so excited and whatever that I didn't care. Yeah. So how did you tell your parents that? Oh, by the way, I'm marrying this guy from Wisconsin. So my my father was like so open mind, and my mother also like a really easy woman, really easy person. Uh, so. 
I don't know. Like they, it they wasn't talk, a big deal. Yes, but they they knew me, so they were expecting something mm, different. Yeah. Okay. They're like, <laughs> so it was no surprise. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. That's that's the tie I needed to bring it all together. They just yeah. knew that you were gonna be that kid. Yeah. So they were prepared, and they're like, hey. Yeah. This isn't as bad as maybe it could have been, so we're okay with this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so did you get married in Mexico City then? I married in Mexico City and here too. So I married three times with the same guy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. How do you marry yes. three times? Yes, because we married in December 1999. Okay. And by the law, mm-hmm. okay, in a little town in Monterrey, the 1st of January. Because we have to travel over there because nobody was working. But my father had connections, so he sent us to Monterrey to get married. Because we were thinking for immigration purposes, it's going to be easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We found out that it was not the case. Okay. So, and after that, we married in Mexico City. And after that, we married in Wisconsin Rapids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you wear the same dress? Yes. <laughs> yes. You got... Your use out of that dress. Yes, then. you did. Yes, I, it, yeah. <laughs> so Monterey, California. Monterey, Mexico. Monterey, Mexico. Close to McAllen, Texas. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. got married there. Yeah. Then in Mexico City, and was mm-hmm. the Mex were these big weddings? Yes, it was really big. The one in Mexico City, really beautiful wedding, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was really nice. And when I came here, we have a. A big wedding, too, in mm-hmm. Wisconsin Rapids. Did your parents come to Wisconsin yes. Rapids? And his parents went to Mexico City. Wow. Yes. <clears throat> so I do, Um, you said something about that you found out that it wasn't easy for the immigration purposes to get, when you got married and stuff. At this time, what was Mike doing for work when you were getting married? I think he was working, I don't know, like, like a remodeling company. Okay. He was preparing to go. Because when we married, we went to Utah. Okay. okay? To like he got a scholarship there for to for to do the college, and after that he got another scholarship to for William Mitchell, mm-hmm. the law school. Oh yeah. So we came back here. So, but he was like between jobs, was nothing serious. We mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of money. Okay. No, like we tried to. That's why I had. To three jobs mm-hmm. because I had to like figure it out the rent for the next month. You were working to pay the rent. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when we arrived here, we were waiting for some money, you know, the, some scholarship money because we were in Utah. So when we came here, we didn't have furniture or, or anything. So we rented an apartment in Lexington Parkway. Yep. Yep. So we have only the money for that rent, but I didn't have a car. So I was thinking how I'm going to make this happen. So I saw a bakery in Randolph. Yep. So and and I went to try to talk to the guy and say, you know, I need to work. So he says like, but you don't even speak English. I say, but I promise you, I'm going to work hard. And I convince him. He says, okay. So see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. See you tomorrow at four a.m. I'm going to start a bakery just to hire you. I mean, like, that's, that's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, so I took a shower at 2 a.m., and I was super, like, cute at 4 a.m. in the bakery. And you were ready to go? Ready to go. I, and, I and last only one month there because I found a, a receptionist job. Okay. That, that I convinced the guy that I speak English, and I didn't. 
and he hired me to be the receptionist. And I didn't speak English, but I convinced him that I did, okay, because it was a Hispanic place. Okay, okay. Um, and after three months, I was a manager. I just want, I just need a chance and I can prove. Yep. Just give wow. me a chance and I'll prove it. This is yeah. fantastic. All yeah. right. So Mike's going to school mm-hmm. uh, for law school at this time. Yes. Uh, you're, 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 uh, for a lack of better terms, you're lying your way through careers at this yes. point in time. Correct. But doing it very well. Yeah. Yeah. I was you, an excellent actress. Yeah. I want to be an actress. Yeah. Convincing, <laughs> lying, whatever you want to call it. I like convincing. convincing. Um, so now you have one job, and what were your other, when you had three jobs at one time, what were those three careers? What, those were three jobs. Okay, so was I work in the, in the law office, mm-hmm. okay, and I have another job in the afternoons, and I have the Saturday and Sundays job, okay, so, but I don't remember, but in Utah I remember my jobs. I have three, three jobs, but I got the jobs in, in a mall. Yeah. Okay. So... Obviously, even that you have a career in Mexico City, when you arrive here, you are nothing. Mm, okay? So, I went to, they hired me to clean the food course. Mm -hmm. Okay? And I, in the same mall, they have a beauty salon. So, I I was like working in the beauty salon. And also, I work in Costco, the, the food lady. Okay, yep. So, I have my three jobs. So, I have my big suitcase. So every I, day. Every day. So I just like change uniforms, no? And I was able to. But the good thing about me is I never feel bad cleaning the food core after that I came from a different life. Mm-hmm. Because my life was like with my father, sometimes we had a lot of money. So mm-hmm. we eat in the best restaurants and have the best things. And sometimes we mm-hmm. didn't have any money. Because he he was no organized. Hmm. That's why I wanna have my own money because I wanna don't live that kind of situation. Mm. But I knew the two worlds mm-hmm. really good. So some people they can know figure it out when they came here and they are engineers or teachers in Mexico. They feel really bad that you need to clean a table. Mm-hmm. I was. No, I was super happy because I was like learning something and it was a challenge. I want to like work hard because I saw the possibilities in this country. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I were like I was working in Mexico, I'm going to like make it. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shocker, you have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? Okay, so I mean, your work ethic is obviously uh, unparalleled by almost anything. And now you were said you were working in the law office when mm-hmm. uh, you asked him what did he do, mm-hmm. and he told you real estate. Yes, and he told you that you, you make two thousand dollars selling a home, and you're like, oh my gosh, two thousand dollars, and but then you said that you had to memorize the book. Yes, like okay, working hard and cleaning tables and working at the salon and. Costco and like I understand that like I understand that's working hard the concept of memorizing a book in a language I don't know to pass a test that I really can't read like that just kind of blows my mind how did you do that like what was your thought I mean obviously you were like you're just driven you're like you don't have another choice or that's how maybe you felt but like how long did it take what was your process like I want to hear about that it took like a year Okay. okay, so it was like a long time. 
but like I say in my job in Saturdays and Sundays, we work in American Security Corporation that was like the company that they have like the money for all those stores or the companies mm. and they bring with the trucks. Yes. And you just need to work one hour of the 10 hours, but you need to be there and it's like full of cameras in a basement. Okay. So nobody want to work there because it was a little stinky and lonely and boring. But I was like, yes, they are paying me and I can study. And now I can study. Wow. So Mike and me, he was, we were together. So he was like studying his books, the law school books, and I was studying real estate. So those times were like goal, no? Yeah. And yeah, so we, but we have a really good life because we work hard, but we have a lot of fun too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's, all this is like full of sacrifices, no? Mm -hmm. Because they say like, when they ask, they say like, how is possible that you have a family and, and you didn't lose the family in, in your way to where you are? But first of all, Mike is like a super good partner. And obviously, he is helping with the kids, and he loves his kids really much. And he's the good, like a good person. Instead of like saying, "Oh, your mother is never here," he was like, "She's working for us." Mm -hmm. So when she comes back, maybe you like to like you should rub her feet or something like yeah. that. <laughs> but he's a good partner. No, yeah. it's like someone that is no small because when you are like you have like a woman that probably is, is really successful, sometimes you start like being, being jealous and mm -hmm. you can like, like poison your kids, you no, know, against the person to make mm -hmm. her pay. Mm -hmm. But he was no small, he was a really smart man and he gave me the opportunity to be here because he tried to like put the family together always like, He's he's just like an smart person mm -hmm. and he's full of love. That's why we, we were able to make it. But the mm -hmm. thing is, like they were like, How you did that? So I remember that when you go to other states for the tournaments of baseball. So the way that I was doing, because in that time I didn't have too many assistants, so I have to do all the purchase agreements, all mm -hmm. the emails, all the phone calls, all everything. So in the time that they were sleeping and, and this was during the vacations too. I was working. So when they were ready, oh yes, we are ready to go. I was like, oh, me too. Mm -hmm. okay. So I'm telling you that I didn't sleep too much in the last, in the last 15 years. Okay. <laughs> because I was like trying to be there. Yeah. Okay. But I was like doing a lot of stuff. Okay. Um, so I'm going gonna, gonna to bring it back a little bit. That so, seems to what you like to do. I that. do like to bring it back because we, we just skipped ahead. <laughs> we just skipped ahead fifteen years. Yeah, but I, like I'm just in awe. Like what, honestly, yeah. And I, what I took from that is, you didn't do this on your own. You did this. You did it. You did it. But you had a fantastic partner with you, yeah. who is understanding and studying with you. And he obviously has that same drive that you have. And he was going to law school for on a scholarship. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's no slouch. <clears throat> so and on a scholarship, you have to keep a certain grade level and all that. Mm -hmm. So he's going through college. Mm -hmm. And so he's still in college when you start your real estate stuff, right? 
Yes, and he was also working Saturdays and Sundays and part time in the law in the law office. Yeah, I mean, just really just taking it easy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because law school for many is their only and full time job. Yes, yeah. and yes. so he's he doing had law a school part time and another part time. So wow. he worked forty hours per week. Yeah, plus law school. Plus law yes. school. Okay. Yeah. When did he graduate law school, and when did you get your real estate license? Was in two thousand and six when he graduated from law school. But I was already in two thousand and one or two thousand I start like I got my license. Okay. So and I remember that he graduated in two thousand and six because I told him, Okay, so now I'm I want a baby. Hmm. <laughs> so I concentrate See, we skipped this part out. Yeah. This is what we want to hear. Yeah. I concentrate that week and I got pregnant that week. <laughs> that he was like he was so super stressful. So after like, I, I am pregnant. So he was more stressful. <laughs> 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 yeah. So was in, oh no, well, that was in 2005 because the baby was born in 2006. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's 2005. Mm-hmm. You've had your real estate license for a few years. Are you doing real estate full time? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because like I quit my, my job in the afternoon. So I just like still working full time in the law school and going to my job Saturdays and Sundays. So in the afternoons I did real estate. So, but the, the surprising part is I start selling four houses in my part time real estate. Mm, okay. So somebody says, if you sell three houses per month for three months is you need to quit. So, but I quit. Yeah. I didn't quit. I quit my job Saturdays and Sundays. So I have more time to do real estate. But you still had your other job. Yes. Okay. And after that, I did part time until I was able to like feel secure that Mm -hmm. uh, you would have enough. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. So 2006, he graduates law school. What does he do in 2006? So he went... Or 2005, because oh, kid's born in 2006, yeah. He started working full-time in the law office. And after that, he quit and he opened his office. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You guys and are just a bunch of did, underachievers. How did he, <laughs> how did he pick um, his area of practice? Because he does what type of law? Immigration. It was because the bent, the immigration process with me was so traumatic. Yeah. Because we we were trying to do everything fine, but we were advising correct. So, and that's why he chose the profession he's in now. Yes, because was that event was terrible. Yeah. So he's doing that, and you're doing real estate. Two thousand eight happens. Mm-hmm. How did how did that affect you and what you were doing in your business? Okay, so I have a, a lot of employees because in that time, the telemarketing was like super good. For Hispanics, now everyone is sick of that. Mm-hmm. But I have like a bunch of telemarketers and I have assistants and I always have someone to drive for me, okay? Because in, I figured it out that I was able to work faster mm-hmm. like if someone like drive for me. So I have to like fire everyone, okay? Because yeah. my files, they start like no closing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I fire everyone except one, my, one assistant. So I just... That assistant stayed with me, but I have to figure it out because I have a lease for three years and the monthly payment was 1500 in that time. Mm-hmm. So I say, I don't know what I am going to do, but I cannot break the lease. Mm-hmm. So one friend introduced me with uh, 
to Greg, Craig, Craig Murphy. That was like a, a big REO okay. person. Bank owned, REO's bank owned properties yeah. for those who don't know. Yep. And so we were asking him what he was doing with the leads because he has like 300 listings or something like that. He was like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I was, what about if you like send me the phone calls? Mm. My English was like so-so. Uh, still so so but <laughs> but he sent me all the phone calls so i was able to sell 40 houses in 2008 when nobody was closing only the reo agents so let me get this straight so you're 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 successful you have some assistance you have a driver um and then in 2008 the crash happens yeah and you have to let everybody go except for one person that's still with you today mm-hmm. and in true arty fashion <laughs> you're just like huh I can either complain about this or I can just figure it out. So you get a hold of one of the biggest agents has 300 listings on foreclosures, bank owned REO properties. And you're like, what are you doing with the people who are calling about your listings? And he's like, I'm not doing anything with them. Mm -hmm. So you're like, how about you just send them to me? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's ingenuity right there. That's just, I'm going to figure this out. So then Everybody else, not everybody else, but a lot of people are, I mean, there was a massive exodus of agents, like 40, 50% of agents left, and you decide to go ahead and sell 40 houses in a year. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, I have, like, the motivation to start over. Yeah. It's like, now that the market is changing, everyone is super scared, yeah. I am kind of excited, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, because it's like a new, now it's going to, like, I'm going to figure it out. It's going to change again, yeah. It's going to change again, mm-hmm. No. Wow. So 2008, you're, you're doing 40 houses. Um, and Mike, you have a three-year-old at this point? Yes, a three-year-old. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, so I'm mm-hmm. super easy. Once again, <laughs> no big deal. Um, you're, you're making me feel lazy. I'm just putting that out there. Um, I'm, I'm 42, and I, I had a hard time getting back from Puerto Rico, and I'm exhausted, <laughs> and here you are. And I was pregnant. Oh, yeah, of course you are. With my second kid. Yeah, okay. 2009. In 2009. Wow. We need to keep this story believable. Can you tone it down a little bit? (laughs) Yeah, I totally believe you. Totally believe you. (laughs) So, and then Mike has his law firm at this time. Yeah. How is that going? It's going good. Okay. So that, like, I was not making too much money because the commissions, they were low. Yeah. And I have to pay the rent and my salary. But we have enough money to pay everything. Okay. But I, but I was like, okay, because Mike was making money. So mm-hmm. we still have that. Okay. Uh, so yeah. good. We were okay. And are you living in Wisconsin? No, I was living in Maplewood. Okay. Mm-hmm. And his office is located where? West St. Paul. And is it still in West St. Paul? Yes. Okay. But now, like, it's, we purchased a little house and we have the offices together. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yep. Totally cool. Mm-hmm. Um, like... And then I don't want to say the rest is history because how many children do you have? Two. You have two. Okay. So mm-hmm. then you're pregnant with your second one in 2008. You know, no big deal. You already have a three-year-old. Then how does 2009 and like, what do the next few years look like for you? Okay. So I have the baby, but also like, I was like, I didn't have the, the maternal thing. Like those super women that they carry the baby and they shower the baby and they like, breastfeed the baby i didn't have those skills i was like i love my kids with all my heart but i didn't know what to do with the kid Mm -hmm. okay so Mm -hmm. i was in charge of the third shift those years so i have a nanny 
-hmm. in the morning. She cleaned my house a little bit and take care of the baby and shower the baby. And so after that, Mike arrived at 5 p.m. So he was in he taking care of the shift. baby. And when I like was at nine, I was like this, the third one. So I didn't sleep too much during the nights because I was like checking the baby. Mm -hmm. So and we did that with the second baby too. So you are a master of leverage. Yes. Like that's yeah. what I'm picking up here. Yes. Like you... I, like, I could talk for hours. I could listen to you for hours on this. Um, Seriously. Like, not exaggerating. Mm -hmm. You find what you are super good at. Yes. If this I'm guessing here. I don't know. But this is what I'm picking up. You find what you're super good at and what you know is the best use of your time and you go all in on that activity. And anything else that you don't need to do do because it's not the highest and best use of your time you mm -hmm. leverage out yes like you have a driver you have showing assistance even though you said it's really hard to let go because you are obviously a super achiever like an ultra high achiever and you know you can do that at an amazing level you know you can service more people and live your unreal life by using leverage and helping those people also live a good life yes and, and that in the beginning was like different, no? Because I, I was growing a business and I was like trying to like, like find people to do the, the job, no? Mm -hmm. To help me. Mm -hmm. But this changed because now when you are there, you, you already grow the business, you already have some money, but mm -hmm. now you need the time. Yes. Because your right. kids are growing and you are not going to miss that part. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I was no sleeping. So I start like, needs to be another way to make it this. Mm -hmm. So I start like, somebody else start like writing the purchase agreements in that time didn't exist the transaction coordinator. Mm -hmm. That yeah. was something that I invented before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So somebody start like doing the offers. Somebody start checking my email and passing the important emails to my folder. So somebody start like doing different things. So I have the time to be with my kids because I figured it out that, that I need balance. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. yeah. yeah. So, and, and, and I think I'm, I got there. Okay. Don't, because I was feeling burned and empty. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's, thank you for sharing that because somebody would, like I look at you, I mean, you have a driver, fantastic. I consider myself Sarah's driver. And what I found super interesting is that you gave your phone. Both of our phones are right in front of us. Like yeah. ours are right here. But you've mastered the art of you gave it to her. Yeah. Your assistant. You you haven't you haven't even looked for it. No. Because yeah, she's like, no, hers you should see Artie's face right now. It's yeah. stone cold. Like, no. Because you were not you were successful but not feeling fulfilled. Like yeah. you, you were just burning out. Yes, for like some time. So I, I figured it out that I need to like have the balance. And yeah. I say, okay. And something happens. Obviously, you don't get there just to get there. Right, yeah. I have like an event in my life. And I was like, wait a second. Okay, so is uh, so I start like looking for, for balance. Mm -hmm. Just to be sure that I was in the present. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes you see pictures... I don't know if that happens to some of you guys, but I saw pictures and I don't remember that I was there. Mm -hmm. 
Wow, yeah. So I figured it out yeah, that it I, my body was there, mm -hmm. but I was not there. But your soul wasn't there. Wow. So I... I was like so scared when that happens, when I was like checking the pictures and I say, maybe I have bad memory or maybe I was not there. So I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm going to live the present and I'm living this moment with you guys. Hmm. Okay. Like I, I am seeing outside like the airplane. I'm like living in this moment. I figured it out that the past, I cannot change it. The future is going to be okay because I work really hard every day. So I have to live this moment. Yeah. I could like cry. Well, right I now. know, mic drop, right? Like I want to throw my phone away. I'm like, this is stupid. I hate this. <laughs> no, yeah. But no, no. I actually wrote to a friend of mine before mm -hmm. we went on um, vacation last week that my goal for vacation, I gave mm -hmm. myself a goal for vacation mm -hmm. and it was to actually be in the moment every day. Yeah. Because I didn't want to look back at the vacation and think, oh, I wish I would have. I wish I've. Or I didn't do this. Or, I, or I look missed. at the photo and not remember it. Yeah, I wanted to actually be there. Yeah, wow. Yes, yes wow. and actually feel that, like, maybe, like, it's stupid and maybe romantic, but the air, the mm -hmm. smells, the moments, the eyes, the mm -hmm. souls, the mm -hmm. everything. It's, like, su super interesting, this, like, face that I am living. Uh, this starts, like, a few years ago, and, and I'm really happy. Hmm. Wow, yeah. I can mm -hmm. I believe you when you say you're yeah. really happy. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, this is amazing. I would love to have you back sometime to just talk about real estate and like you know. Normally, you don't say that. I do, no, I really don't. Like <laughs> about I'm, like bringing someone back just to like talk about, about real, estate. real estate. Yeah, no, I mean I love to have people back, but like your uh, it's it's just unparalleled to somebody I've had time to spend with. Like I know other successful people. And but to sit down with you and just hear your story and see your face and, and see your smile, I, I would love to just, just to have you back and just talk shop. Maybe not even on the microphone. Maybe I would. Who knows? But that's okay. We'll have some drinks. You like the vodka here, so we, you know, we can have some vodka tonics. I'm nice and fresh, but it'd be super good. Um, I think this is just like such a great. What I learned after our lunch in May. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna. I want to circle back with this for a second. Absolutely is so often we can just assume how other people are or we can make up a story in our own mind about, oh, what their life must be like. Oh, they have it so easy. They've never had to work a day in their life, blah, blah, and here, yeah, right? And I just think like one of my favorite things about lunch that day was meeting you. Thank you. Because I feel like there is, you have such a story and you are so giving <laughs> and you are, I mean, you have a packed schedule, but when you're, when I'm with you, I truly feel like I'm with you. Yes. Because and I that think, is what I want. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. awesome. And I think that is a lesson in life that so many people don't ever understand or don't ever get to. We want to. We want to understand it, right? Well, I think we're on that journey, Will, where we're I'm actually saying, putting things in place to yeah. get there. I think but people we could in general... Have, just sorry, one second. I'm you're sorry. kidding me off. I know. I apologize. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> but I think, well, we're at 42. Yeah. And I think for so long, it was always, let's get to the next goal. Let's get to the next level. Let's get the next household, the next, the next, the next. Mm -hmm. And it was a, probably about a year ago where we started having the conversation of, okay, well, what does success look like? Like, what do we actually want success to be? Because we can define it. It's not what is out there. Like, oh, I've got to sell this much. I've got to make this no. much. No. It's like, what actually do we want? And that's how we can then measure success. It's not about the money or the transactions. It's about taking the week off and putting our phone down and breathing 
and listening to the rainforest. That was my favorite part of our trip. Yeah, you did say that several times. <laughs> because we finally gave ourselves the space to enjoy it. Yep. That is successful. Mm-hmm. Successful is not what you have in material things. It's not mm-hmm. how much money you have. It's like be able to have the, the necessary money to enjoy life, but having a balance, having everything. Mm-hmm. Don't like lose your family in the way to get there mm-hmm. because you are not going to be able to have it back. Mm-mm. So true. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, the, there's no good way to wrap this one up. So I'm just going to say. We I like just to- hope that. Wait, before oh. we go. Oh. I just want to make oh. sure that the world gets to know Artie oh. and how oh. she runs her life and the way you treat people. Like, mm-hmm. it's truly incredible. Thank you. And I just, like, you didn't really have a choice. I'm glad that we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I'm happy. You are, like, a super beautiful person. Thanks for the opportunity to be your friend. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. That was yeah. very polite and very nice. Um, now can I wrap it up? Yes. Okay. We like to end every podcast by asking um, our guests to name their favorite restaurants. And it can be anywhere in the world. It can be for any reason. We have one guy who said Olive Garden because he used to go there with his mother all the time. So it's very nostalgic for him. Yeah. And he does like the soup and breadsticks. Come on, I mean, come on. <laughs> the breadsticks are delicious. <laughs> so let's go ahead and start with uh, yours. We'll go, we'll go from five on up. So number five. Okay. So I like um, Lake Almoin. Okay. Oh, I've never been there. Yes. It doesn't matter what you eat. It's always good. Hmm. Lake Elmo and where's that at? Lake, Lake Elmo. Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> and can we delete that, please? Yeah, uh, that was no. a silly question. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go to number four. Manis. Yeah. Oh, but I need to be prepared to eat a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's so just true. like I don't, I did, I don't eat for two days. Yeah. So I can eat there. They slap the steak. Yeah. 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 What's your order at Manny's? Um. I don't know. I always like say, ask my husband, uh, order whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I am an eater, so I don't care. She's yeah. not picky. We talked about this before you got here. She's not very okay. picky when it comes to that. No. Yeah. All right. We'll go to number three. El Cubanito in West St. Paul. Mm, okay. They have like, this kind of, what is a Dominican, like food or okay. Puerto Rican. I don't know what country, but it's delicious, delicious. Okay. And what mm-hmm. is it called? El Cubanito. Okay. Cuban food. I it's love Cuban, Cuban food. Yeah. It's Cuban food. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Then we'll go to number two. So the, besides in Mexico City, you can have like business in your house. So besides my house was like a taco place. But instead of like the normal tacos in the streets, was like a guy that had experience in a restaurant. So he made the most delicious tacos mm. in mm. the world. So your neighbor growing up. Yeah. That's rude. I want yeah. I want to know your neighbor growing up because that sounds amazing. You need to go fast because he's old. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does he still make tacos? Still. Wow. Oh, wow. Still. He's super old. Um, so I went uh, two weeks ago to Mexico City and I just hug her. Hug, 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 I'm sorry, hug him. And I say, oh, thank you. I have a really good memories. Mm-hmm. Aw, yeah. that's, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. And number one. So, Fogo de Chao. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Because you just like to eat. Yes, I, I just, <laughs> when I eat, and it's meat there. Mm-hmm. No, the desserts are good. Yep. Yeah. And I love pasta. that they just come in. Yeah. And and now the the chef, he knows that we like uh, jalapenos with onions cooked. So, when you eat like a little piece of meat with the... Before we have to eat our own peppers. Now the chef, they make that for a few Mexicans that we... Really? Okay, I yeah. need to go there with you because yeah. that sounds fantastic. Yeah. 
Now I wanna eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a peanut butter cup for breakfast. Oh. I didn't have anything. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. Artie, Artemisa, it's been absolutely fantastic to get to know you. Thank you so much for your time. We look forward to uh, knowing you for a very long time and going out to eat. Yes. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Well, as always, thank you so very much. And as uh, as we always say, we out. Deuces. Tune in each week for more in-depth conversations about life behind the highlight reel. Follow us on your favorite podcast platform to make sure you never miss an episode. For today's show notes, head over to lbthr.com.